to Constant Smiles. What's up, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Constant Smiles podcast. I'm your host, Rich Constantine, and this is my co-host, Elijah Desmond. What's up, Elijah? Hey, Rich. How you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. Man, hey, look, I see. You turn into Santa Claus. You just need a little, little bit more white in that beard, but... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. it. Looks It looks good. It looks good. How are you, Alex? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Man, the last time I seen you, we were at PodFest in the green room, and uh, I believe that you were telling me about this amazing uh, YouTube channel that you had, and you, you, you did it with just hanging out with your family, I think. Is that right? Yeah. So basically what, what ended up happening is we had a, a podcasting studio that eventually people wanted us to integrate video with. And so once uh, we were doing that, we had a, a host that wanted to uh, talk about, you know, mothering and lifestyle and that kind of stuff. So my wife went on to the show. It was called Mama Bear Shares and they were recording her uh, as a guest. And then the, the host ended up leaving. So my wife kind of took it over. And for three years, uh, we recorded every single week. And uh, we probably had like 10 subscribers after like three years. It was awful. And then we changed it up. Uh, <laughs> we, we took some strategies that we learned just by going to VidFest and other places. I mean, VidFest really was the thing that changed our channel. Hang out with the people. I was sitting next to a guy. I think we had a thousand subscribers. And Chris goes, hey, I want to put you on the panel. Get up there. And I go up to the I Love Basketball guy, million plus subscribers. And all I can do is like learn from him. So I just learn everything, every tip trick he gave me, we implemented. And now we just hit 230,000 subscribers and we, we went with the trends and we stayed with Dang. what was popular and we're, we're growing really fast. Dang, me, me and Rich need to get like, get like you. I mean, Rich, I think you had like, what, 100 million uh, views on your, on your famous video. But I think we got like, about uh, 10 followers on the constant smile podcast <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> so it's not that low but we, we need to get viral like you did but listen here's how we really get to know our our guests rich how do we get to know our guests through music through music we, we, we both have we both have a love for music and so you know we, we always start two different ways i'm i'm the new school guy and, and rich is is the old school guy right if you can't if you can't tell from the, the gray in his beard's <laughs> he, he wanted to say something about my head but then he realized that, that our guest also had a bald head and he couldn't say <laughs> I, when i watched the last uh the last one you you were talking about how he, he always mentions your head so i just did a clean shave right before the show i wanted to look shinier than you but uh you're still pretty shiny so alex is like a combination of you and me right now Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going back to the music, man. So we start off with an old school song and a, and a, a current song. If there is one song that you, you just like pop in and it kind of takes you back, like one of the old school songs that really brings back the nostalgia, what would it be? So I, just to kind of say, I'm more of a movie guy, right? I watch movies every second that people are, I have movies that I might only watch 10 minutes in between, you know, in the lobby or whatever, but I'm, I'm always watching movies. So when I kind of think about what music I, I reminds me of, I, I kind of all go back to when I first started 
thinking about music when I first discovered music and uh, the Beatles, right? And I'm, I'm only 30, right? Or 33 now. But the Beatles was like one of the first bands that I ever could, you know, I think I was like 11 years old or 10 years old or something. And at the same time, my dad used to always say, oh, I'm working eight days a week. I'm working eight days a week. I'm working, you know, he, that's like his thing. So I was discovering that they made, they made a, a song called Eight Days a Week. So I, you know, kind of grew to it and I started listening to lyrics and the kind of person I am that the kind of passionate person I am is, is that like, I, I love my wife and I love my kids like eight days a week. Like that's my, so <laughs> as I was researching for, for this song, eight days a week, the guy, they didn't know the name of the song. They literally asked somebody, a, a limo driver, I think it was or a chauffeur. And they said, Hey, what should we name our song? He goes, I don't know. I work eight days a week. And that's how they came up with the song. So it's just the creation of just a lot of really cool stuff. And the song means a lot to me and my, just the, you know, the things that my dad used to say and, I don't know. So I, I chose the eight days a week song. I like it. We're gonna, we got we to gotta hear it. I personally am, you know, Rich likes the the songs that have a whole bunch of meaning to to them. Right. right. The old school songs. And I'll give it to him. I like some old school too, but I like just like really good beats. Right. I just like, not that Rich doesn't like good beats, but I like just the good beats. I was somebody who, who would like a song that would like Soldier Boy would play or something that nobody right. else would like. Half the people would be like, how could you even listen to that? And that was me. So look, I'm a new school kind of guy. I want to hear the song that you're listening to in your car like right now that's not old school. That's a new school song. What would it be? It's actually medium school, right? Medium, medium school, <laughs> right? I, I still kind of, I never have, I. I, I haven't really attached myself to current music. I still have my Red Hot Chili Peppers CD that I have in my car. I refuse okay. to upgrade my car. So I pick Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, and yeah. Okay. Can't, can't Stop. That's the name of the song is Can't Stop. So this song, and I, he, when he wrote this song, he just came up with different um, phrases, like different sayings. So as you're listening to the song, he just put a bunch of thoughts together and like you like putting a beat behind it. And it came up with this awesome song and it became, it's like, was so popular. They played it every single one of their concerts. So. All right, let's hear it. I, I like, I like that song. And I also want to go on a road trip immediately when I hear that song. That's like the, that is the can't stop. Like that's how they open their concerts. That's why when I work out at the gym, I put it on that song gets you going. So I, I agree. Alex. Now, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I MC events. Right. And I remember I, I welcomed you to the stage as the MC. Do you remember the song that you walked on to? Um, <laughs> I don't. Re I, I I I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. I don't remember either. But I remember that you had a walk-on song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it probably yeah. was one of those. But I have it in my phone, so I I have like forty of them from from Vidfest. So nice, nice. Cool. So we're going to, you know, ask you some questions. Uh, kind of going to be, you know, there's some fire questions to get to know you and uh, lifestyle, et cetera. And uh, then we have a weird question for you at the end. And then we're going to ask you to go ahead and invite some call out guests that got to okay. come on the show at the end. All right. Okay. okay. All right, Rich. <laughs> All right. So first, Alex, give our listeners just a little bit of a background on you um what what's your what's your daily um what's your day look like so the first thing i am in my life the thing that i cherish the most is being a husband that's my so i make my wife happy by by showing uh my kids that i love them and she sees that and so i just kind of 
make sure that I'm fulfilling that first before I even think about career or school or anything. So then the second thing that I, I kind of cherish is my children, obviously, my wife, my children. Those are like my two things. And then um, currently, because of the financial freedom that uh, YouTube has provided us, um, I'm able to go back and get my master's. Not that I need to, but I'm just going just to be honest with you, I'm using my GI Bill and they keep sending me letters that says if you don't go to school, you're losing X amount of dollars. And so, you know, they pay thousands a month to go to school. So I'm going and I kind of want to as well. So school work and then uh, with work, I just I've been helping YouTubers kind of uh, grow their channels and I started YouTube communities. So those are kind of the things that encompass my life and um, I live them every day. With all of that going on, uh, you know, you're putting your attention to so many things. What how have you been able to manage to balance your health with with the amount of energy that you put into all those other things? What, what do you do for you? So I'm, I'm really glad that we were talking about this because my life has changed in the past 100 days. As of yesterday, I went, uh, yesterday was a hundred days of no fast food, no sweet teas, no sugary beverages. No, uh, well, the Halloween candy, I had a few pieces, but just generally not putting a bunch of candy in me. Um, and that was a hundred days ago. And the reason I made this choice is because I went to go donate blood and they're like, Oh man, your blood pressure is really high and your feet are swollen. I never looked down at my feet cause I never exercised and I never, you know what I mean? I just, well, I, I saw a meme that says, when was the last time you ran full speed as an adult? You know, if you think about it. <laughs> so I, w- I was really out of shape. My feet, my, my toes and my feet were swelling and I completely changed my diet. I have one juice meal a day. Uh, yesterday was, uh, uh, cucumber, spinach, uh, uh, man, cucumber, spinach, oh, carrots and strawberries and apple. And I, I drink that every day and it, it really clears me out. Like it clears my kidneys out and all that. I can feel it when I, you know, I do everything. And then, um, I just, I'm just very conscious. I, I don't call it a diet. I just call it a lifestyle change. So with that, you know, considering my diet, I'm able to do a lot more. I have more energy. I wake up better. I'm in a lot less pain. Um, so, I, oh, by the way, I had, I had a hip and back injury. That's why the pain, you know, that's what I'm talking about. So it pretty much dissipated all of it by just changing my diet. And so I balance all that uh, that way, if that makes sense. Uh, before you go, Eliza, just real quick, I'm curious. So when you say you have one juice meal a day, does that mean you just replace one of your meals with a juice meal or – you still well, eat solid, solid foods, right? Yeah, I'm eating a lot of solid foods. I'm eating uh, – I just eat a lot, uh, but it's not crap. You know what I mean? I've always yeah. eaten – ever since I was a little kid, I eat five meals. I just eat all day long, and I, I still – because I have so much energy, I'm always burning it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of, like, going to Taco Bell, getting four burritos, now I'm going in the kitchen, getting two apples and four bananas. Gotcha. You know? So I just eat all day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How much did you drop in those 100 days? 18 pounds. Good for you. Thanks, Good for you. Thanks. That's awesome. I, I literally just, um, I feel like I, in the past 15 days, I've not 15 days in the past 30 to 60 days, I have went on a little, and I've gained like 15 pounds of right. my 60 back. Yeah. Um, not, not good. So hearing, hearing this is, uh, going to get me back in check. And, you know, I feel like we're just in a, in a season right now. And got to snap out of it, which leads me to the, the question about how is your work and family balance? And before you, you give me that answer, you know, I thought that I had that down, my, my work and family balance. Right. And I've came to the conclusion that you want to have a balance, but you also go through seasons. Right. And right now I'm in a season, <laughs> right? right. Uh, because, the, you know, the, the work really, really needs me. 
and um, but it's going to get back to a balance. And I think part of my New Year's is going to be getting my health back in check and and the right. family balance back together. Um, but I'm curious to, to know, you know, how is your working family balance? I know you said something pretty pretty powerful at first. If yeah. the, if the kids are happy, the wife's happy, and then you right. go to your work next. So tell us about that balance. So, like I said, I, I have made a, my, my father, for example, literally work always came first, or it was always a season for my dad. Oh, I'm a, I'm a paralegal. The clients need me and my boss needs you, but he never really made it priority for his family. You know, if, if you ever watch any interviews with Bill Gates, like he makes priority with his family. He could literally be 100% busy if he wanted to, but he takes the time and he knows that that's priority. And so I make that a priority. Anything else, you know, that comes secondary to my wife and kids. And so I used to, before I had this mentality, and especially in the Air Force, when I was in the military, 70-hour work weeks were just a blink of an eye. Like, I didn't care. I was doing them. But as my family started to, I could see it. Luckily, I caught it before my kids were like six. So it's been three years since I've been living this way. And you, you think, oh, I'm going to lose money. But the happiness and the joy that you bring and the relationships that you bring at home and you build at home, that spills over into whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing what career or career change or or like a lot of people that are pursuing youtube and they might only have 50 subscribers or whatever but then next year they could have a hundred thousand and their entire financial freedom mindset could change so anything changes all the time so i just make sure i have what what's priority and then anything else you know because we're like for example we were trying to book this this uh, pod, you know, this podcast here. So I always had like family events coming up and I, those are my priority. And so I picked this time because every night I sit down at the dinner table. Cause that's my priority. Every night my kids come to the dinner table, even if we're just having pizza or whatever, five minutes, two minutes, I don't care. It just brings everybody together for a second. We talk about what we're going to do. It, we could be there for two hours. Sometimes it doesn't happen very often, but I love it when it does. And then, you know, but tonight we had this meeting. So I, we had a quick dinner and it was awesome. And I came on here and I'm having a great time and uh, you guys are awesome. So awesome. priorities. <laughs> Good stuff. With such a unique uh, niche that like that you participate in, because a lot of people don't know much about, you know, creating passive income through through YouTube. And, and uh, although it, it requires a lot of work, how did you get your start in that? What inspired you to to get into that? Was it by way of something else? Or are you emulating someone that you know? How, how did you get your start? So I mentioned in the beginning, I, I opened a podcasting studio. It was basically just a, a little tiny 300 square foot. It was so small. 300 is probably bigger than where it was. It was it was a desk and two microphones, and we duct taped a microphone over a speaker. That's how we had our speakerphone. But keep in mind, this is 2010. Like This is before anybody was like, you could do this kind of stuff. It was not as easy. People were doing it, but it was not as easy. And so that grew to like 2,200 square feet over a time. I was producing 11 podcasts a day, charging anywhere from, you know, if they came in just to use the spot, it was like 30 bucks an hour. It went all the way up to $200 an hour, depending on if they wanted a producer and an editor or whatever. And so that kind of got my love for production. Um, and so I, I really like to stay in, in behind. I'm, I'm not a kind of in front of the camera guy. That's kind of like, I just, I feel more comfortable helping people on the back end. Uh, like I do with my wife, my wife's the hundred percent talent, you know, she's the face, she's does all that. And I pop in and I help and, you know, I, I'm a side character, but you know, that's kind of where I prefer to be. Um, but I saw as I was producing for people, I saw, Oh, they would come in the studio. Oh, we made 200 bucks this month. I'm like 200 bucks. That's crazy. How are you making 200 bucks and you're doing something you love? Are you kidding me? So we, we started going to VidFest. Um, I, like I said, I think we had less than a thousand subscribers and then I meet 
these people there. And I'm, I mean, if you're going to go up and you're going to announce that I made $10,000 this month, you can bet I'm going to walk up to you and ask you. So I did. I went up to the guy, the one of the guys that talked about how much they made, and I asked him. I said, "Prove it to me. Like, how are you actually making?" He literally pulled out his Chase account and showed me his deposits. I think it was like eighteen thousand from AdRev alone. I mean, it was crazy. So I went home and I told my wife. I said, "We need to take this seriously. Like, this is something we really have to start feeding into." And so we, like I said, we we had no subscribers after three years. I mean, it was nothing, and uh, we started getting these little tips and tricks, learning them, implementing them, uh, listening to all these top YouTube gurus and just, you know, putting it, piecing it all together. Cause everybody's going to have their different advice. But the thing is always experiment with your channel, but do it wisely, you know, make sure that these, these, you can track these, these changes. So we got into it and we just gave it our all. And here we are, you know, we, uh, you know, I tell this in my presentation, so I'm not, you know, uh, not to boast, but just to let people know how serious it can be for people. We make about a thousand dollars a day, so on ad revenue alone. So I'm, it's it's pretty intense. But if you're out there and you're a YouTuber who really wants to do this, there is money, there is financial freedom in this. You know, don't don't say, oh, I'll make it a side gig and I'm expecting to make some money. That does happen to some people, but like anything else, if you pour it in there and you're like. Literally, I feel like we're working 24 hours, seven days a week, but we're not because we love it. You know what I mean? It's just part of who we are. It's a part of our lifestyle. So, yeah. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, yeah. that, that, absolutely. Um, so what is your favorite way to spend your time in this disconnect? Um, just to kind of disconnect. I don't know. I never disconnect. I don't know. <laughs> uh, my, my whole because, because our family is on YouTube, right? it's all together. So I don't know. We just kind of, um, I like movies. I mentioned in the beginning, I like movies. So, but often I take my kids with me to movies. I feel bad if I go by myself, you know, whenever my wife's at home with all four kids, my wife refuses to go to the movies. We've been married 13 years. I think she's been twice with me. And those are surprise dates where she didn't know she was going, so. <laughs> <laughs> but disconnect, I guess, watch a movie. I'll watch a movie. Okay. Okay. Can I, can I plug a movie for everyone? Just yeah. so they can get a golden nugget just in case. Uh, one of the best movies I think ever made and definitely the best movie of 2020 was a movie called The Peanut Butter Falcon. Um, it's called The Peanut Butter Falcon, and it has fantasy, uh, comedy, action, uh, drama. It, everything that people love about movies, they seem to have put it in, fit into it into this story, The Peanut Butter Falcon. And if you sit down and you watch it with your wife or anybody, even if they don't like movies, they're going to love it. My wife absolutely loved this movie, and she doesn't like movies. So check it out. There's a little golden nugget for you. You'll be happy. And then you'll remember this podcast. I heard about it on this podcast. Awesome. Um, so I, I do have a, a final question, but I have a quest like a question, final question A and, and B, just because I'm really curious. So your family's on your YouTube footage. Right. Do you ever find it difficult to have, like, how do you separate the time with them that you're spending that you're not filming? Like, how do you decide what to film and not to film? And when does it ever feel like work when it shouldn't be work or does right. it ever feel like work? You know what I mean? When we feel like it's work, we quit doing it. Okay. Okay. So like if we're on vacation and oh the camera, but oh, the battery died. Oh, quick, go get a new battery. Nah, we just throw the camera in the bag and that's it. We miss out on the footage. So like, say you're, say you went to the Grand Canyon. Right. And you're, you're sitting there admiring the Grand Canyon. 
Right. Do you ever like not want to pick up the camera? Like, oh yeah, even, even, the- even though you know it's like a great opportunity to pick up the camera. All the time. There, there's all the time. Sometimes we don't. Like we were at Discovery Cove, uh, filming, uh, you know, swimming with the dolphins. You know, we could have easily had our GoPro out there, and we just didn't want to have it attached to us. We did set a camera out there on the rocks. We didn't touch it. We just hit the record, but we could have been all up in there. You know, we could have had all this footage. You know, we could have put the GoPro on our heads, and but we didn't want to do any of it. We just want to enjoy nature and with the dolphins, and you know, it was just uh, that's an example of of letting it go. You know. So, question B is: so many people would love to have enough followers to get the ad revenue to be able to do what you're doing. But most right. people can't drop what they're doing and commit full time right. to doing that. So someone that wanted to be in your shoes eventually, how would you encourage them or what advice would you give them to get started, to get on their way to, to doing something like you're doing? Well, when people think connect full time, they automatically go to numbers, right? Oh, numbers, hours. Okay, 40 hours a week. Okay, now I'm full time. But that's not what people really are saying when they're talking about full time. Is your mind 100% full time? Is it, is it part of what you're doing? Or are you at work thinking about, you know, Sally and took your lunch in the break room or whatever? You know, when it, you can work and still be obsessed with what you're doing. I, I don't like obsessed. I don't like to use the word obsessed, but that's, you know what I'm trying to say. But mm-hmm. when I was in the military, for example, that's, that's, I was hundred percent committed to doing that. You know, that was before work-life balance. That was before having live experience. And so even when I was with the family, I was thinking, oh, this, I got to do better at this. Oh, I got to do better at. So always be hundred percent committed in your mind. And so that's kind of how, that's kind of how we did it. You know, we had other jobs. We had the podcast studio. We had more children. We had all that kind of stuff, but we were hundred percent committed in our mind and in our emotions, you know? Gotcha. That's awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and end and with a couple of things. The first thing is, is, listen, we're both dental professionals. I don't know if you realize that I'm a hygienist and rich. Yeah, yeah. And look, if you went on a trip and you had to bring one piece of uh, dental, uh, dental oral product, one dental oral product, what would it be? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would probably bring floss. That would be the one I can brush my tooth with my finger. I can do that, but I can't quite floss with my fingernails. I have very, very small teeth and I wish I had big, you guys have big, nice smiles. Mine are like little baby teeth. I, I don't even think my baby teeth fell out yet. No. <laughs> yeah, you got a nice smile. It's all good. Good answer too. Floss is the winner. <laughs> good stuff. Now the, la- the last question I have for you, Alex, is if you could think of, uh, two uh, icons in like the podcast world or the YouTube world or social media world that you personally know um, that would be perfect for this um, pod, uh, pod, uh, podcast or, or YouTube channel uh, for, for Rich and I to um, interview like yourself, who would it be? We're doing call outs, two of them. Well, that's, it's funny when they, when she kind of prefaced me with the question, Gabe, you already did him. He's one yeah. of the best. He is a phenomenal guy. Awesome. Another one, uh, obviously, is Chris. You know, those two are my – those are the people that help me get to where I am, both of those. Um, but besides besides them, there is a YouTuber named uh, Roberto Blake. Have you heard yes. of Roberto Blake? Of course. Yeah, I had dinner with Roberto. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't have him on here yet, right? Didn't have him on here. Okay. Okay. Um, So he's one. uh, He's very motivational. I'm all about motivation, inspiration, genuinely just helping people. And he's definitely that way and really hones in on technology and YouTube. 
So he can motivate people, not just like life, but also YouTube. So that's, that's a gift. And then one I would like to see uh, here be interviewed would be, um, her name's Kristen. She is Miss Click Gaming. Uh, yes. So I would, I would like to have, like to see her on there. So those are the yeah. two. Roberto and Miss Click Kristen. We yeah. I, I actually had dinner with them both at the same time. Nice. Uh, at so that would be awesome to see them both on here. Good suggestions, and, and we'll, we'll reach out to them and, and uh, hopefully have them on me. Thank you so much for, for, for joining us. And for the people that are watching, listen, if you're watching uh, via the um, uh, 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 Spotify or iTunes, make sure to come over to YouTube. If you're on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. And uh, any, any suggestions? Listen, we want this to be the most viewed uh, YouTube video yet. What do you got for us? What's the suggestion for everybody who's watching? Like a suggestion for the people or a suggestion the for the pod, for the people. The people okay. watching the YouTube. And I, I don't mean to sound cliche, but if you're doing this and you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, oh, you know, I might upload a video this month or this week, change your mentality. Upload at least once a week. Keep the excitement. Keep the, you know, keep doing it for the original reason you're doing it because you like to be a creator. You know, you like to educate, you like to help people. That's why that, those are the people that succeed. If you're not doing those things, then you're right. YouTube's probably not for you, but educate, entertain, you know, motivate. Those are the three things and keep that going. Keep uploading videos. Yeah. My cool. advice is, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Thanks so much, Alex. And thanks everybody for coming. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. <laughs> see ya. Take care. We'll see you next episode. Thank you for listening to Constant Smiles. 